Today's scripture is taken from Galatians 2.20. And it is no longer who I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Leslie, you have a beautiful voice. And when I closed my eyes, actually, I thought there was a drum back there. <laughs> Very good. Today's passage uh, shows the core of Christian uh, belief. And it describes Christian life, what Christian life is all about, and how do we live as a Christian. In modern times, there's really a blurry line between being Christian and non-Christian. And some people think that oh, being a moralist uh, is being a Christian. Oh, doing well in society is what it means to be Christian. And there are very confusing messages all around. But particularly, and what does that mean to live as a Christian? And St. Paul summarized in one verse, actually, what Christian life is all about. And then let us uh, see it again. It is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Probably you're familiar with this uh, verse. Can you just leave it uh, there for a while? And I want you to uh, uh, reflect on it. You know those words in words, but what does that mean? Is, uh, without using doctrine, what does that mean? What does it mean that it is no longer I who live in me? It's no longer I who live in me? What does it mean that the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith? in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What does that mean that Jesus Christ lives in me? All these things sounds good and okay, but we don't really understand the implication of what that means. I mean, when you look at it, I didn't uh, really uh, put the red uh, mark, but when you see I, me, I, me, Six times, in one small uh, passage, six times he talks about me, I. Who am I? Who am I? Am I happy and satisfied? I mean, as a Christian, you're supposed to be happy and satisfied. So because I go to church, I'm a Christian, I'm supposed to be happy and satisfied. But are we, am I happy and satisfied? Am I free and live a fulfilling life. You know, last Wednesday I was pretty disturbed. I have this news alert, alert from uh, New York Times. So every morning I get uh, news in the morning and in the evening I uh, read it uh, every day. And then this time I came to an article uh, that two reporters were killed during the interview, and then looked at the time just two hours before when I read that article. I was disturbed. The whole day, I followed the development of the story to see who did, who did this horrible thing. 
And the first thing that came to my mind is, oh, another gun. Oh, I hate guns. And I said to myself, I mean, you see news interview every day. When you turn on, that's what you see. Very common thing that people do. They were not in a war zone. They were not in a dangerous place. They were in a local town, very safe place. And this horrible thing happened right in front of your eyes. And I, I got so disturbed. Why? People get killed in the movie theater. People get killed in the train. People even get killed when they have a Bible study. This killer was right there for one hour, participated in the Bible study, and then killed them all. Whew. Does it make sense? Does this world make sense? What is this world coming to? I mean, we are talking about, oh, being successful. Oh, the world, uh, society is progressing and then development and all kinds of things. While people's soul are dying. The spirit of the people is dying. And we talk about, oh, the progress. Are we progressing or regressing? In what way are we progressing? The incident shows the disease of the modern people. I see people who are imprisoned. Not in the prison. Not under the dicta dictatorial government. But in themselves. People become more and more prisoners in themselves. The suspected murderer said that he had been like a human powder keg for a while, just waiting to go boom. And he did. He said, I am angry. I am angry. He was imprisoned in his own anger. I was questioning what is freedom? What is freedom? When we think about freedom, the first thing that comes to my mind and people's minds is do whatever you like without being restricted by anything or by anyone, do whatever you like. Yes, that is freedom. In some part of the world, women, even though they want to study, they cannot study just simply because they're women. When they try to study, they get shocked. So they cannot do whatever they like. In some part of the world, they cannot worship like you do uh, right now. You, you, freely came to worship God, but uh, some part of the world, uh, they cannot worship God uh, freely. 
They cannot do whatever they like. So doing whatever you like, yes, that is freedom. And we enjoy that freedom in this country, and uh, I thank God uh, for that. We enjoy the freedom. But even if we have all the freedom to do whatever you like, when you yourselves are imprisoning you, imprisoning you, you cannot have true freedom. Even though you do whatever you like, if you yourself are imprisoning yourself, how can we have freedom? We forget that we, sometimes we are the biggest problem. We imprison ourselves. We are imprisoned in our own problems, in our own anger, in our own insecurity, in our own selves. We are imprisoned. That's what, what St. Paul discovered. Huh? I didn't know, but I am imprisoned. Of course, he was not enslaved by his anger, like the uh, angry uh, murderer. St. Paul did not even know that he was enslaved by himself, uh, by, by himself. He thought that he was living a good, righteous life. <laughs> and then one day he realized that Good, righteous life that I live, that itself is the greatest power to imprison me. My own righteousness became my own prisoner. I mean, during Jesus' time, that's what Pharisees uh, did. They were righteous. They were great. You know, I'm better than you. That kind of attitude. And then they were actually imprisoned in their own righteousness. They were the ones who killed the Son of God. And St. Paul was doing the same thing. He was on the way to Damascus. He was in prison in his own righteousness. Those people, I have to kill them. I have to imprison them. He was on the way to do that. And then he realized, he met Christ, and he realized that his own righteousness was imprisoning him, enslaved him. It was a very sophisticated understanding. He was a righteous man, but he realized that his own righteousness enslaved him. There are many things within us that enslave us. We ourselves sometimes are the worst enemies when it comes to having true freedom. Some people live in their anger. Just little thing triggers. They get so angry. Some people are imprisoned in their greed. Oh, I have to be better than you. I have to have more than you. I have to excel. Nobody can beat me. Some people live in imprisonment of selfishness, insecurity. Pride, ignorance, and false religiosity sometimes even. The righteousness that comes from your own efforts, our own darkness. Sometimes we are in prison in our own boredom. Life is so boring, I don't know what to do. 
these things enslave us. With all these all these things going on in me, how can I have true freedom? How can I have true happiness and satisfaction? How can I experience the fullness of life when these things are going on within me? I don't even know that I'm imprisoned, enslaved. When we are enslaved by ourselves, where do we escape? When a country enslaves me, I can run away from the country and go to another country. That's what's happening in a lot of places, Syria, Afghanistan, all, all these people, migrants, go to Euro European country to run away from that enslavement. And then so many people get killed. Just last uh, a few days, many hundreds of people just got killed in the process of that dangerous journey. St. Paul found this solution. He said in today's passage, it is no longer I who live in me. Before, he was the most important thing and he was the boss, and he was the main actor of his life. Everything was about him. Salvation is about him. Righteousness is about him. Everything was about him. He was center. He was at the center of everything. He was at the center of the universe. But after meeting Christ, he realized that he did not have to think about himself all the time. Life is not just all about me, he realized. He did not have to be the center of everything. He could let himself go. He didn't have to control his life. You know, my friends, it is true freedom not to have to think about yourselves all the time. That's true freedom. That is true salvation. I read somewhere in a book. It says, when the shoes fit you, you don't have to think about your feet. When your belt fits you, you don't have to think about your waist. When everything is in harmony, you don't have to think about yourself. It is true. When you're in harmony with yourself, you don't need to think about yourself. When you have a lot of problems with yourself, you always think about yourself. You have a lot of insecurity, you always have to think about yourself. When you have a lot of pride, you only always think about yourself. But when you're in harmony with everything, then you don't need to think about yourself. That is true freedom from yourself. The real salvation is not to pay attention to yourself, but to completely forget about yourself. When we can completely forget about ourselves, we can live a much more meaningful life. The tube of flute has to be hollow to make the beautiful sound. The canvas 
has to be empty so that beautiful art can be created. That was the truth Jesus taught us. And St. Paul expressed it in this way. This is Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being, being born in human likeness. Jesus displayed his most beautiful self by emptying himself. Oh my goodness, what a truth. Don't be fooled by untruth. Be inspired by the truth. Jesus displayed his most beautiful self by emptying himself, not showing off himself. He said, if you try to save yourself, you'll lose it. But if you lose yourself for the sake of the gospel, you will find it. How much more true can it get? Don't be fooled by the philosophy of this world, promoting yourself. Be the celebrity. Be famous. Be successful. Be loved by people. The more you think about yourself, the smaller you become. There's a funny story about a rabbi. There was a rabbi who was seriously ill, and his disciples came to visit him. Beside his bed, uh, they were talking among themselves how great the rabbi was. They said, there was not a single person as wise as him since the day of Solomon. And the other said, his faith was like Abraham's faith. And another one said, he was so intimate with God, he was like Moses. He could face God, uh, he could meet God face to face. He's just a wonderful man. While they were talking all about great things about this rabbi, the rabbi looked disturbed. After they all gone, the wife asked the rabbi, did you hear all the uh, praise that they made? Yes. How come you look disturbed? And he said, no one mentioned about my humility. <laughs> the more you empty yourself, the more you will become full. The more you empty yourself, the more freedom you will enjoy. Let us reflect on St. Paul's words once more. It is no longer I. It is no longer about me. It is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now, li I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What we need to meditate every day is not of ourselves. It is about the love of Jesus Christ. That is something that we need to meditate 
every day. Then you become free from the fear of yourself, fear of failure, fear of rejection, and fear of non-existence. I told KSM members, because they are closer to uh, you know, the end of their lives, if you think about yourself so much and if you are attaching yourself so much to yourself, how can you die? How can you let yourself go when the death comes to you? You're wonderful. You don't need to think about yourself all the times. You're wonderful as it is. You're beautiful as you are. Just enjoy your life. Celebrate your life. Always be thankful for the love of Jesus Christ who loves you so much. Let us sing together. Let us have a moment of uh, reflection. Modern psychologists often say that the big problem with modern people is self-centeredness. Sometimes we are so wrapped around ourselves, we get choked. We just don't know what to do. Sometimes it is very important that we just let ourselves go and then meditate on the love of Jesus Christ and also meditate on the suffering of other people and give ourselves for the people around us who are in bigger need. Let us reflect. 